Hey everybody, welcome back. And today we're gonna to talk about changes to the FAFSA. So in the last episode, I talked about the FAFSA and the basic sections that you have to complete. We walked through it step by step. But in the next couple years, the FAFSA is gonna change pretty substantially. So for those of you that will start filling out the FAFSA in October 2022, so that's for the 2023 and 2024 school year, the FAFSA is gonna change. Uh, and, and some of those changes are welcome, and some of them are gonna cause challenges for some families. So the welcome changes, let's start there. Uh, the good thing is, is the FAFSA is gonna be substantially simplified. And really, over the years, the FAFSA has got easier to fill out. We talked about the IRS data retrieval tool, for instance. Uh, but this is gonna be a pretty substantial simplification of the, the entire system. And in particular, we're talking about many, uh, many multitudes less when it comes to questions. And so that is, that's a good thing. Uh, many families want to fill it out, they wanna be done with it, and they want it to be a simple form. The user interface is gonna change a little bit too. One of the things that may not be a welcome uh, change for many families is if you have multiple children in school, you get a discount for that in terms of how financial aid is calculated for you. Uh, that'll no longer be the case. And I can tell you that that hits close to home. I'm a triplet, so I went to school with a couple siblings uh, at the same time, and actually my older brother was in college at the same time. So at one year, four in college, that causes substantial burdens on the family when you have multiple children in college at one time. Well, that's no longer gonna be considered in terms of financial aid when it comes to the FAFSA. Another change is that more might be Pell eligible. So if you've probably heard of the Pell Grant, uh, the Pell Grant is one of the most generous aid programs that the, the, that the government offers for college and more families will likely become eligible for that aid where they hadn't before. Also, some student loan caps are gonna be lifted in terms of subsidized loans, uh, which is a change from the past. And then finally, we have a term change. So if you've ever heard of expected family contribution, or EFC, that was really the indicator of your financial aid need, uh, and that was used to essentially give you a financial aid package, both from the government and then also from the schools, because the schools would use the information provided to the FAFSA to give you a financial aid package. And that's actually changing. It's gonna be called a student aid index, or I guess we're gonna call it SAI, uh, but it's essentially the same thing. The, the difference here is, uh, comes back to some confusion for some families. So expected family contribution, as you might expect, uh, many families thought that there was some type of contribution that went along with that, i.e. they were gonna have to actually pay uh, for college the amount that was listed on their FAFSA form. Well, that wasn't the case. And so now this new terminology of a student aid index, is a, it's more aligned to what the result of the FAFSA actually is, and that's a barometer of your financial need for college. So hopefully that clears a few things up. If you've heard of the upcoming FAFSA changes, those are some of the main things that you need to look for. Uh, if you have any questions about uh, things like what we just covered today or other college planning or student loan topics, please email me at jason at gradmetrics.com. We'll make sure to get those covered. Thanks, and we'll see you on the next episode.